0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Racksack. You're listening to TED Talk Sports. This episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, guys. So before we get into this episode, I, I want to take the time to dedicate this episode to my uncle Mark. He is someone growing up. Uh, he's someone uh, growing up that I looked up to. He was a very big role model in my life. Um, definitely one of the coolest people I've met, I still think so, and still someone that I look up to today, so Uncle Mark, if you're listening to this, I just want to say that I appreciate you a lot and love you lots. lot, so let's get into the football, let's get let's get away from all this cheesy, all this cheesy stuff, you guys didn't come here to listen to all that, but anyway, so the San Diego, no San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, um, you know, last season they went 12-4 and they lost in the divisional round to the New England Patriots. But I, my first question isn't really a, like, it's not really a football question. I still don't understand why they moved, why they left San Diego. And I'm sure there's some big LA Times article. Maybe it was, it was better for like the money and the market. But I mean, I don't know San Diego. I don't know if you guys have ever been. San Diego is gorgeous. You know, they have really good food. You're by the water. There's less traffic, and you know, and they had a really good fan base over there too. So to me, this really baffles me i thought that you know having one team in los angeles was was enough but i guess we have another one um yes i really don't understand that move but the chargers they have they have a lot of talent on both sides of the football and the chargers you know they've the chargers kind of remind me of uh kind of like the dodgers you know they've always had loads and loads of talent but they for some reason they just cannot seem to get it done in the postseason it just can't you know I mean one year they had Drew Brees and LaDainian Tomlinson well I think in more than one year you know they still couldn't get it done which is very frustrating um but anyways so the first person I want to talk about Mr. Uh, Mr. Charger himself Philip Rivers so Philip Rivers last year threw for 4,280 yards 32 touchdowns and 12 interceptions and I think he's about 37 years old but those numbers are fantastic. That Those are really good numbers. Um, definitely still a top 10 quarterback in the league. Um, definitely a Pro Bowl quarterback. And he still got it. So, I mean, he's still, Philip Rivers is showing that he's still very productive. I As of right now, I'd expect another very solid season from Phillip Rivers. It, it would just make the most sense. Um, the next thing with the San Diego, oh my God, the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, at first I was saying it as a joke, and now I'm actually starting to say this. This is this is not okay. But anyway, so the, the next order of business, uh, Melvin Gordon. So Melvin Gordon, he's in a contract dilemma right now with the Chargers. Basically saying, look, if you guys don't give me a contract extension, I'm not going to play. And in, if you know, you could you could either sign me. I'm sorry, you could either extend me, or you can trade me to trade me away to another team. But yeah, I want you know, I want to get extended. So my biggest take on this i think melvin gordon's gonna get paid you have to pay someone like melvin gordon melvin gordon has proven that he is definitely a pro bowl caliber running back and you know you want to keep him around for a while he's very young and i don't see why the chargers wouldn't want us wouldn't want to bring him back um he's you know he could definitely take a lot of pressure off of someone like philip rivers so, I don't know. My opinion, I think they're going to sign him. I'm, if I was a Chargers fan, I wouldn't be too worried about this whole thing. I mean, But, you know, this is starting to become sort of a trend in the NFL. You know, I'm sure Todd Gurley would have waited a little bit longer. You know, Le'Veon Bell missed the whole season in his prime on a title contending team because he wanted to get paid. He didn't want to get franchise tagged. You know, uh, Ezekiel Elliott's doing the same thing right now. And, if, you know, so I'm, I'm really wondering if this is going to be with every single team we're going to see this. Um, but I don't know. That That's that's a, a question that's going to be answered for another time. But so the next person I want to talk about, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is an absolute stud. Um, you know, I love the fact that they paired him with Travis Benjamin and Mike Williams. And, you know, what I like about all three of them is that all three of them are legit vertical threats. They could really space the field. And now... You know they're you know, like I said, you know, they're, they're all very talented. Keenan Allen overall is just a you know amazing, amazing receiver, very good route runner. He's very smart with the way he plays. Um, my only concern, and this applies to all three of them, not just Keenan Allen because probably, he's probably, probably the most notorious one in this regard. But my only concern with the Chargers wide receivers is their health. Can they stay healthy? Um, this last season was the first time I think. Keenan Allen stayed healthy for the whole time, and he just looked really, really good. I think he's had like ACL injuries and stuff like that. So hopefully he can stay healthy. He's a very talented, very fun receiver to watch. Um, and I can't—I remember I don't know if it was tra- if it was Mike Williams and Travis Benjamin, but I'm pretty sure Mike Williams got hurt last season as well. But you know, the Chargers—if their wide receivers can stay healthy—definitely one of the stronger wide receiving cores in the NFL. Um, now, on the defensive side of the football, again, you know, very well-balanced. They have a very, very well-balanced defense. That You know, they added uh, Thomas Davis. He's, he's you know, he is, um, he is a little bit older, but he's still, last season he was still very productive. You know, if you look at his stats, he was well above average. So, you know, he's not some scrub. He's not kind of washed up. You know, he's still, he can still play. So, they got a quality, um, they got some quality help at the linebacking position. They also re- uh, re-signed. Denzel Perryman another great signing and right there boom that's a solid linebacking core and you know on the I think one of the biggest strengths on defense for the oh my goodness for the Los Angeles Chargers I think one of the biggest um the biggest strengths is their defensive line I mean oh my goodness they drafted um a defensive tackle Jerry Tillery from uh, Notre Dame and they're pairing him up with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, who are both Pro Bowlers. So this is going to be a very, very strong defensive line. Um, Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram are just so athletic, and the plays that they make, and the way that they, they they use their hands, and the way that you know their footwork and their techniques. They're so they're such technical athletes, and they're so smart with the way that they play. Um, just from, this, just from the first snap of the football. And I, and I think that, you know, for someone like Tillery, who is, I, he's still, he's good, but he's very raw, a lot of raw strength and um, size and stuff like that. So I think for him to, you know, to start his career with someone like Bosa and someone like Ingram, I think he's going to learn a lot. And I think that's very important. You know, it's very important to nurture young players and to give them sort of like role models um, in the NFL. And I think it's very, very important. So I think they're gonna be able to fill that role for him. And their secondary is 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 ridiculous too. You know, they have Derwin James, another pro bowler, uh, they have Casey Hayward, they have Desmond King, Adrian Phillips. So, you know, spark note version, the Chargers defense is it's very talented and it's, it's on all levels. It's very, it's a very well-balanced defense. Um, and I really can't find any any anything to really really nitpick here with their defense it just overall looked, it looked really really solid so you're probably wondering okay Teddy so are there any issues with this Chargers team or do they just seem you know totally unbeatable well you know there are some issues with the Chargers that I do see so the only issue that I really see with the Chargers is that um is their offensive line you know their offensive line uh last year was a problem and their offensive line as, as far as I see it is still a problem um it was a huge, huge issue in the divisional round against the Patriots. The Patriots were able to get to Phillip Rivers way too easily. It was disrupting the offense. They couldn't get the passing going. It means they couldn't get the running going. Um, it's it just, you know, to be fair, you know, they had a lot of injuries. But even when they were healthy, they still weren't, they still weren't that good. Uh, they gave up quarterback pressure on 30% of plays last season, which ranked 25th in the NFL. And Phillip Rivers is someone that you have to keep healthy. He's 37 years old, right? You know, he's, he's torn his ACL before. He doesn't have many years left. You can't afford to, you know, have Phillip Rivers get banged up in the backfield. You just you just can't. And, you know, the sad part is, is that I, as far as I did my research, they didn't really do much to help their offensive line. Um, I mean, they drafted a tackle in the third round. But as far as I know, that was about it and um i don't know i know for me it's just i don't know i, I think they need to um i think they should, it would have been nice to see them draft um some more linemen but you know maybe they're really confident you know there are the practices every day maybe they're very confident and, you know, with the way these guys are developing and everything like that. As of right now, I'm really not that impressed with their offensive line. And that's my only concern. Because the a good, you know, offenses generate, it all starts with the offensive line. If you can't block, you won't be able to get anything done. And they're going to be, you're going to be playing some long football games. So if they can't block, that means they can't, you know, they can't block for Melvin Gordon. They can't establish the run. They can't get Phillip Rivers time to throw to these talented wide receivers that he has so you know i don't know if that that's the big question mark for me um but you know luckily for the chargers their schedule is really easy this year Uh, so you know i have them being finishing this this upcoming season at 13 and 3 um i think that they're going to be legitimate super bowl contenders if they can just for goodness sake if they can just keep it together in the postseason that's what they have to do but, you know, with the Chargers, it's never that easy. It's, 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 it's just not for some reason. But they definitely have the talent to make a very, very deep run. Um, I think it would be interesting to see them do it. So you guys let me know what you think. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. There's going to be more episodes coming out soon. Uh, my name is Eddie Raksak, and you've been listening to TED Talk Sports.